less than a cent per hour. Or I That's get less than a cent. You get a better pay but for you. Just because I don't do things? I don't hey, know. Maybe you spent hours on your poem. I work hard on those poems. To clarify, the haiku that I did last episode, I literally wrote it in under 15 seconds. Rhyme or free, it doesn't matter to me. It's my bad poetry. Good day, and welcome to My Bad Poetry, a podcast where we take a deep dive into my dabbling with poetry between 2004 and 2008, when I was in high school. Each week, we hear a selection read aloud for what may be the first time, and we will examine it for its historical, philosophical, and literary qualities, always asking, why in the world did I write this? I am dragging my dear friend Dave with me on this journey into my old private journal. <sighs> Dave, I hear yeah. you are um, going to contribute a new poem to our canon. Yes, I, I feel it's important for me to express my emotions about the pain that you are dragging me through. Hmm. So this week, um, I wrote a limerick. There once was a podcast so strange, whose hosts were entirely deranged. They chatted and yapped, their gums they did flap. Those weirdos with poetry like mange. Impressive. I got skills, right? Yeah, yeah. Your poetry contributions should be what we're analyzing at this point. Because <laughs> um, they're better. They... I think they are worse in a more fun way. Right, yeah. I mean, you I think worked, that's it. You worked mange into that. Right? Well, um, having heard your lovely contribution, I get to add mine. Uh, ah, yes. From the Wolf Journal. This is the, the last poem of um, December 1st, 2005. Ooh. This one has a title. Okay. And the title of this poem is called Ode to anyone hmm. I will read this as written because I think there's there's grammatical errors in here that um, yeah I'm just I'm gonna read it as is so okay that is really encouraging may anyone who reads this be blessed may all your dreams come true may you go on living in happy closure of what you have and what exists. For anyone whose life is full of joy deserves all the recognition in the world, for they have accomplished the impossible. It sounds like you really want to write for uh, Disney princesses. Right? Yeah. yeah, the all your dreams come true line. Yeah. That sticks out like a sore thumb. I mean, when you wish upon a star, Aaron, <laughs> Don't, Makes don't, no difference. Don't go too far. The the, the mouse will get us. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the mouse will come after all of our hard-earned profits. <laughs> uh, I'll throw it up on the screen so you can see uh, the no. the glaring um, mistake that I have made here. So did you read it with the mistake? I did. You can't tell it, but it's in the last line. Hmm. <sighs> okay. So is that how it was originally in the That's journal? That's how it is in the journal and in the typed version. I did not so, catch it. So just to clarify, readers, for Listeners. they have a... Oh, 
dear listeners, dear readers, dear viewers, dear friends, for they have accomplished the T H E E impossible. <laughs> so, what do you think that means, Aaron? Are you that bad at writing that you didn't know how the word the is spelt? Or do you think that it's the impossible as in your impossibility? Um, so clearly I was going no, for... No, no, no. Nothing you have done in this poem <laughs> is clear. Okay, so to address the the, the um, mm-hmm. obviously... I'm trying in this to invoke poetic language, these and thous. And, okay, so when you say, when you have a the, the article the in front of a vowel in singing and in speech, Mm -hmm. it is pronounced the. So, or is that more for singing? Because I suppose people can say the impossible within spoken. Yeah, but I think it's considered proper pronunciation. To, to do your way. Okay, so I'm writing in my head mm-hmm. it's pronounced the impossible and my 15-year-old self and honestly my current self, I am the worst speller in the world yes. would make this mistake 90% of the time. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would make this particular mistake with, with the article the, but... <laughs> but i could totally see myself doing that i really thought the argument you were going to make is that you were doing that like on purpose to help with pronunciation no no that is not the case okay so we can get into structure overall structure i mean first impressions you were not impressed well to be fair like the first four lines, I heard some, I mean, I'm not going to call it meter, but there was some driving force to it at least. But then once you got to exist, I got a little frustrated because like, may anyone who reads this be blessed. May all your dreams come true. May you go on living in happy closure of what you have and what exists. Yeah, it breaks. And it's like, it's kind of, I mean, it's, got kind of the I am with a couple I, I don't remember the stressed stressed unstressed um I need to actually like look up poetry words yeah 13 episodes in you think we would uh know something oh, man yeah incorrect hey we are two straight white men we don't need to know things we just assert things <laughs> right we just like pretend like we know it that it's <laughs> And then go on. Oh, man. Oh, it's almost like that's the very definition of toxic masculinity. Weird. Didn't see that one coming. Dear listeners, we know we are (laughs) bad at this. And by this, I mean this entire podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You are correct, sir. (laughs) But but we're having fun and we hope you are, too. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so the... um, uh, yeah, if if I would have rhymed with true, and if it would have been a, a single syllable word mm-hmm. of what you have and what is blue, I mean, there, there were... 
is it bad that putting blue in there is better than what you have? <laughs> Just any random word that rhymes with true? You know, honestly, it it, it does work better, I think. Um, it it kind of does. It makes you, like, wonder. Like, oh, yeah. what is blue? What are things that right, are it's, blue? Right, it's that ambiguity, the, right? the beauty of poetry. What we talked about last week, yeah. yeah. Also, um, what did I mean by happy closure? Yeah... That seems like a misuse of the word closure. <sighs> Hit me with the linguistics uh, there. Well, I'm reading this. May you go on living in happy closure. Like, I I'm reading this as kind of the complicated nature of the word perfect as well. Like, people think of perfect as ideal, but you can also define it as completed. Mm -hmm. And so, like, closure as being completed and done... I don't think that's what it is. I think it's kind of a contentness, you know? Yeah, I suppose closure could be like you've completed all your goals or you've um you have all that you need. Hmm. Um there's there's closure in the sense that um relationships are tied up in a happy bow. I think that's where I was going with it too is that that's most often where I hear the word closure is about relationships. And having closure in a relationship doesn't mean that that relationship is over. It means it's, uh, the ends are tied on it. So like when I was in high school and a relationship ended or, you know, like I broke up with a girlfriend or a girlfriend broke up with me, um, we could find closure because I was a very cool person. And the only people that I dated in high school were members of choir and musicals and stuff. And so, like, we still had to interact on a daily basis. You mean not everyone does that? I mean, for us, yeah. Literally every one of my girlfriends was from choir or musical. <laughs> yep, 100%. <laughs> and I think you're, I think um, we've hit the nail on the head here with that word. Because, again, this is coming off of not only the three poems of December 1st, right. but the, the three poems that preceded that on November 30th, which was about a girl mm -hmm. from musical. Um, she was the stage manager, uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I think the, um, at clearly throughout all of these poems, maybe even the last poem, um, which we, we really didn't address the relationship angle of that. Um, right. but happy closure is what I am looking for. Mm-hmm. In that it was it was a relationship that I f felt at the time ended too soon, and we were still good friends and in the same friend group, and so I wanted that tied up in a nice bow. Right. Yeah. Um, I am interested in the two lines for anyone whose life is full of joy deserves all the recognition in the world. I have no idea what the heck you could possibly intend to mean by that really i like i'm i'm reading that and i i don't i i, I don't know okay so here's my interpretation as i as i read it okay uh, we give a lot of recognition to people within society rich famous um powerful influential mm -hmm. there's a lot of different um ways in which we recognize individuals um right 
I think within this poem, I'm trying to say, we need to recognize those people who are joyful, who have found content closure in a world that is, um, to use language, I don't think I would use at the time in a world that's broken. Sure. To, to find people who have hope, who have joy, they deserve all the recognition in the world. Both of us are, um, what do you call yourself? Uh, a pessimistic realist. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. I think we, we both tend to see, uh, the, the shadows of the world, the worst, the yeah. worst of people and the worst possible outcomes. Death why, is inevitable. That's yeah, why we're on exactly. anxiety meds, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, I think, uh, people who, who have that, that just that gift of finding the good in others and in their lives. Um, that's joy. Sure. I, I don't, I haven't had that same connotation in the past. I might be stealing that connotation because I like it. If you're listening to this and we don't know each other, I'm so curious, uh, as to who you are. Um, you don't have to reach out. You don't have to, but if you feel comfortable just sending us an email with, with your thoughts on this project, uh, how you found us, what you think, um, you're, you're welcome to do that. Right. Okay. So what can we learn from an ode? Oh, we never really talked about, this is an ode. Yeah. A new style for me. Yeah. Well, and I, I like, it's interesting that you have it as an ode to anyone, even though you probably had someone very specific in mind, Mm -hmm. but it is pretty universal. Totally. And I think, um, yeah, literally this, I am not joking in the, in, in the introduction. These are what may be read for the first time out loud. So, um, you dear listeners are the ones who get to read this and be blessed for the first time as, as outsiders of this journal. Um, important question, uh, for the sake of the listeners, what is the difference between blessed and cursed? Um, are you saying that the hearing my poems are a curse? I'm not, not saying that. Oh, <laughs> oh, the look in your eyes. I was oh. I was originally going to follow you down the rabbit hole of like, well, um uh Hebrew scribes did not want to write curse God and die, so they would write bless God and die. And so the words were often conflated within uh manuscripts. But I realized very quickly that was not where you were going. <laughs> no, that's not where I was going. I'm just here to hurt your feelings. <laughs> Well, bless you, Dave. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That is perfect. Oh, I love you too, buddy. Yeah, it's mutual. Well. Um, but I think I think um, we've talked multiple times off air on why are we doing this this podcast? <laughs> and honestly. Um, for those in the TikTok generation and um, even a little before and probably those after that, you're going through a lot of stuff and you're going to have ideas and thoughts and words that sound a lot like what this journal is. <laughs> and that's okay. You're processing things. 
Yeah. And it it's taken me uh what, 16 years to to pull this out and to look through what I what I was processing and to reprocess it. I think there's yeah. there's things that I have gained looking at uh what my former self thought and um ways in which that's evolved and ways in which um maybe I I need to evolve. I, right well but and i i really i appreciate that and i think that it is a useful lesson for all people because i i think that you and i in our career do a lot more introspection uh than other people and that's not to say that that's always a good thing mm. um or to say that i am better than others because i do more introspection it's just part of who we are. It's the privilege of our job. We get to exactly. we get to sit and think. For, yeah. For, uh, yeah. And I, I wonder how many people have something similar to this out there or who don't have a way to re uh, to revisit their high school time and think about how they've changed or how they've stayed the same and how they would like to change. So we've done our yeah it was a broad perspective it, it kind of looked more at the overall poems and maybe this po po podcast project in general but um mm -hmm. uh, yeah i think we can we can move to our final segment of all of these podcasts the part that people look forward to the most mm -hmm. good or garbage dave <sighs> good or garbage how does one define garbage can one define garbage um i believe you can uh and i would define garbage as an ode to anyone you just went straight up this is garbage yep straight up this is garbage <laughs> <laughs> uh i had a teacher in high school who if you turned in uh, paper that had any spelling mistakes, uh, you would instantly get a zero. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So by your, by this inherited standard, because I have the, yeah. uh, it's just straight garbage. Uh, well also for they have accomplish. Oh my gosh. Did I have another one in there? Yeah. For they have accomplished the impossible. Oh, and that's straight from the journal as well. There you go. Mm -hmm. You can't have that, Aaron. That would be a present pluperfect, which is not a thing. What if you take the the as a pronoun? That makes it worse. Okay, well, <laughs> trying to save it there. <laughs> For they have accomplished. For th nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. There's no saving it. There's no saving it. Oh, man. No offense, but I feel like all of the... The benefit that we found from this is in conversation. Yes, which uh, entirely, which again is useful. Like that's what poetry can be for. But it would also be nice if the poem, you know, did something. Was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like it's a limerick from me. So, with deranged and manged. Booyah! Well, folks, um, we're going to end our time here today with the words of a true poet to send you on your way and um this poem is called ode to the sun by eloise bibb thompson 
it's a longer poem, but I think the entirety of it kind of is why I picked it. So uh, rather than a selection, I'm going to read the whole thing. So here we go. How many scenes, O sun, hast thou not shone upon? How many tears, O light, have dropped before thy sight? How many heartfelt sighs? How many piercing cries? How many deeds of woe dost thy bright light not know? How many broken hearts that are pierced by sorrow's darts? How many maddened brains that are wild with passion's reins? How many soul-sick lives stabbed with despair, sh despair's sharp knives? Hast thou above the skies not seen with thy radiant eyes? Shine on, majestic one, shine on, O glorious sun, and never fail to cheer my life so dark and drear, where'er thou shinest bright, and show thy brilliant light, the cares I know each day silently steal away. Wow. Yeah, that is called good poetry, folk. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. This has been My Bad Poetry. Now go write your own terrible poetry. I think the why they still listen is what I'm really curious about. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've heard our voices and yeah. our ideas, and yeah. you still listen. Mm -hmm. Can we recommend a good therapist? Can we recommend a better podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we can. Yes. Rhyme free does matter. It's my bad poetry.